Welcome to the Uncanny Adventures podcast. Our players take on the roles of goblins from the Licto tribe as we play the We Be Goblins Pathfinder adventure. Ian plays Mogmerch, Casey plays Slicer, Brenna plays Retta Big Bad, and Kayla plays Chuffy Lickwound. I'm your dungeon master, Jeanette, and I take on the NPC role of Poog of Zorongal. Thank you for listening to Uncanny Adventures. If you'd like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash uncanny underscore adventures. Also, thanks to our current patrons, Joe Peabody, McAngus, PowerScore RPG, Scott Borland, and the Dungeon Matster. Enjoy the show. I have a lucky toad. I just want everyone to know that. I like to torment small harmless animals, and I have a pocket full of them in case I get bored. Are we all goblins? Yes. 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 I have a song. Yes. Does anyone have a song? Yes, I have a song. Okay. I believe I do. I think everyone has a song. <laughs> Wait, go- who's playing? Goblins like songs. That Goblins, <sighs> when they're bored, goblins like to destroy things, <laughs> start fires, and sing songs. Nice. That's what a terrible culture. That sounds just like my life. Things go boob when March on throws. Much more fun <laughs> than using bows. I love being goblins. This is so good. Boom blows. Is not my fault. That's how it goes. So do these, so Jeanette, do these goblins know each other? Yes, you guys are all, no, all right, so. random goblins. A little, a little background here. So you guys are all part of the same tribe. You guys are part of the Licktoad tribe. Your tribe is based. Why are we licking toads? Because that's what you do. But your tribe is based south of Sandpoint. You live deep in the Brinestump Marsh, south of the hated man town called Sandpoint. Once other goblins tried to burn down Sandpoint, they didn't do a very good job. Because some people stopped them. That's yep. what I heard. You guys all pretty much agree that they just didn't bring enough fire, and that's why they got themselves killed. Classic. So, yesterday, your tribe discovered that one of your own had been using forbidden arts and was engaged in one of the greatest of taboos. They wrote things down. Rumor holds that what he was writing was a history of your tribe. There's no swifter way to bring about bad luck than stealing words out of your mind and writing them down. You guys, the tribe, you had no choice. You had to get rid of him. You branded his face with letters to punish him. And now everybody calls him Scribbleface. And then you ran him out of town and you burned his hut down. Why didn't we just kill him? When you burned his hut down, that's when things actually got pretty interesting. Because before you all burned the hut down, Chief Gutwad found a weird box inside the building. Inside was a map and a lot of fireworks. Nice. So the fireworks immediately came to be used in burning the hut down. It was quite a show. So this morning, Gutwad announced that tonight there's going to be a feast in order to drive out any lingering bad luck from Scribbleface's poor decision making. But perhaps even more exciting, all of you have been secretly invited to meet at Chief Gutwad's moot house. Why would the chief want to speak to you? It can only mean that he's got an important mission for all of you, one that the other goblins of the drive couldn't pull off. This nice. will be your chance nice. to go down and lick toad history. <laughs> we're not, we're but not they're gonna not going to write it down. So, like... Hey, listen. Slow. Listen. Oral history is just as important as written history, okay? And they can draw um, pictures. I, I have a mechanical question already. Yes. So, alchemists do have a formula book. Is mine just a bunch of pictures? Pretty much. Nice. Do we want to introduce ourselves to each other? Yes, just so I was going to say. Do you guys want to know each other? Yep. Oh, i got to work on my character voice. So, are these all male gods? 
goblins. No, some of you guys are girl, and and you can, if you want, you can flavor text your goblin as a female. You don't have to be a guy. Nope, just I'm a boy. Okay. I'm definitely a dude. I'm a girl. I don't think I can relate to the female experience enough to roleplay a female, especially a female goblin. Wow. My name is female goblin. All right, so who's going to introduce themselves first? Hi, I'm Chuffy. I like to sneak up on people and stab, 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 stab. That's horrifying. <laughs> I do not like your goblin voice. <laughs> I like to stab, and I like to light fires. I'm a rogue. I have a pretty great thing about me. I'm like pretty, I'm a pretty nasty boy. Nasty um, boy. I'm a nasty boy. My nasty. face has these really unpleasant pimples and boils. They just pop randomly. Oh, crowdy. Which gives me some extra saving throws, which is nice. I uh, have a pet spider. His name is Stankrush. It's pretty great. Person is. Uh, I have a pet toad, bat frog. You have a pet toad and a pet spider? A pet, pet sweater, yeah. Pet spider. I heard you say sweater. I've got a stuffed raven. I like to keep creepy things. You guys want me to share my song with you? Yep. You guys sing it. Okay. But goblin songs don't sound good, right? They sound good to goblins. <laughs> they sound good to goblins. Okay, guys, let's go. Chuffy's face may make you sick, but Chuffy's knife is awful quick, and if you are his stabby pick, the knife goes in you. Stick, stick, stick! Nice. That was dope. <laughs> That's awesome, actually. My name's Mod no. Merch. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> try again, try again. Mod Merch likes to blow me <laughs> I can know. What do you mean no? <laughs> it's great. I think I think our I think our instinct is to go like a high pitched witch voice because that's what I did too. I think I should go like low, like mod merch. Yes, that's good. That's okay. good. Mod merch. I like I like those fireworks last night. Boom boom boom. You sound like a parrot. Yes, actually I'm a parrot now. I'm a parrot goblin. <laughs> I'm so excited for the chief. I hope I get to blow something up. Here's my pet toad, Amber Fibber. <laughs> He's lucky. He helped me throw straight. Not really. Not mechanically speaking. But all right, that's all. What I type of goblin song. Are you a, are you an alchemist? You said. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. I'm gonna tell you some cool things about me. I got these cool spectacles that don't really do anything, but they're they're just for fun. And I yep, they're fashion glasses, and I have a skull mask on with a jester's hat on top of it. Okay. And then I have a black eye patch, but there's a hole cut in the eye patch so I can see through it. You have some headgear going on. <laughs> yeah, made, this is some wild some headgear. choices. And then finally, from my belt, you see a boot, and all my stuff is just kind of hanging out of the boot like it's a backpack. Avant-garde goblin. Also, I feel like when I walk around, I'm very bouncy. Like, you know, you're like, are you walking or are you just like bouncing everywhere? Bouncing. 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 Now you sound like an off-brand Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that earlier. Well, guys, I never said I was good at character voices, so this is what we get. It's always good to practice, though. Listen, I insist on us doing character voices this time. No. That will be auditorily unpleasant for you guys based on my character directives. Nope. That's okay. You have to do it. Any dialogue has to be in. No. Yeah, or else I, I will not, in character, act as though I heard you speak. That is going to be me. Logging off now. All right. Nope. Next person. Who's next? I'm Slicer. Yes. Oh, God. And that is why I won't be able to do my character voice the entire time. No, I liked it. It was perfect. That was actually perfect. Walls and Slicer Peaks. You sound like a teenage mutant. Till no more speaks. Yes. Slicer runs and slicer jump. Lays the meat upon the stump. Okay. Yes. Oh, I need to go get the water. <laughs> <laughs> slicer is a yes. Slicer. 
what you're a ranger mm -hmm. what are you a ranger. ranger okay i can't even understand some of these words are you a female yes Okay. Are you a female? No, I think she says she was gonna play a dude, right? And Ian, you're a dude. I am definitely a dude. Okay. I have a nice mate. I do have a mate. She's a dude. She's a dude. Yes, did you tell them about your mate? No. Tell us. Mom March loves Remti. She's great. No, I don't like when she licks my face. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know I hate this so much. <laughs> I am no. I love this. I actually love this. <laughs> I don't like it when she licks his face either. I guard the perimeter. Oh. Well, that's everybody's gotta have something. Yeah. Thanks for keeping us safe. <laughs> wow. Rita, is that how we decide to pronounce this? Whatever you want to call her. Rita, Retta. It looks like Retta, so I'm gonna go with Retta, I guess. <laughs> okay, it says she finds it hard not to shout. <laughs> when she sees I feel like it's gonna be very auditorily unpleasant because you all have headphones in. <laughs> I'm gonna say you don't need to shout, but I do expect character voices. I don't have it. Well, I guess I can go with this. No, that's good. Okay, that's good. This is what I got. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying not to shout, but you're shouting inside, so I think it's perfect for your character. Red a chomp and red a bite, red a slay and red a fight, red a stab and red a smite, red a kills it all just right. Oh, red a scary. What type of character are you? A fighter. Okay. Also, my head is particularly wide and large, even for a goblin. <laughs> so while I get a bonus on perception checks, any escape artist checks that require me to squeeze my head through a tight space to get minus eight penalty. That's a massive noggin. <laughs> it's a pretty big head. Puga's greatest dog killer in all of Tribe. Well, I haven't killed one yet, but I'm still greatest dog killer in all of Tribe. And I'm also well, a big scary priest of Zorongal. Okay, we'll oh. see if he's the biggest dog killer of the Tribe. Also, I like lighting fires and I'm really good at it. So you're a goblin. I'm a goblin. What, wait, can you say his name again? Mogmarch thinks Mogmarch's best at lighting fires. Pug says Zorongal is the best. He helped burn things and healed the rest. Zorongal's favor makes Pug blessed and Pug also stab you with knife if you make fun of how he isn't good at riding animals. Mm. <laughs> Poog is a very creepy little goblin who is your tribe's answer to a priest and he carries around a little toad that he calls Dogfinder. But Dogfinder hasn't found any dogs yet. <laughs> Mogmarch toad. Limpier is or Amphier is much better. So you guys are part of this tribe that lives south of Sandpoint. And you have been invited to this secret meeting. So you guys are all sitting outside of the moot house of Chief Gutwad, waiting for uh, yourselves to be called inside. So the chief's house is actually uh, at the center of the village. Inside, you know it is crammed with trophies. There's stolen weapons, shiny bits of treasure, brine-pickled bodies of dozens of slain small animals, mostly dogs. And the chief likes to sit in a t very tall six-foot-high chair so he could properly look down on his subjects. You all have never actually heard Chief Gutwad speak because he only speaks to his most trusted advisor because his voice is so terrifying 
that only the bravest goblins can hear it and not lose their minds. And he doesn't want to scare the tribe away. So Slorb, Slorb, his duly appointed advisor, speaks for the chief when he does in fact need to be, you know, to speak to you all. So you guys are gathered outside and you're waiting to be invited in. You kind of talk amongst each other, fight amongst each other. Some of the other goblins in town are kind of keeping an eye on you. And then <laughs> eventually you hear a high-pitched nasally voice. You may enter now. What? <laughs> you may enter now. The curtain enter. over the doorway is drawn back so that you can see the darkened interior of the, the moot house. Okay. I go inside. Pook pushes by and walks in first. I follow. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> Slorb motions to the floor in front of the six foot tall chair, and at the sitting up six feet above you in the chair is in fact the chief, who happens to be a very rotund goblin. He he definitely does not look like he has missed very many meals of late. Okay. <laughs> so you all sit on the dirt in front of the chair, which in this tribe is a great honor. So you got like you got his shoulders but like Pook's shoulders back. He's got this big doofy ass grin on his face. His his toad dog finder is sitting on top of his head and he just looks happier than you've ever seen him at the moment. And then you're all shocked as rather than being spoken to by Slorb, Chief Gutwad begins to speak to you in a loud booming voice. You all be heroes, each of you. You are best lick toads, but for me, and maybe but for Slorp, that you aren't fleeing in terror from mighty sound of my voice is all the proof you should need. Yet soon, all lick toad goblins will know your might, for I have picked you for a dangerous mission. Uh, ah, his voice is so scary. <laughs> And then it, like, dawns on me that I didn't, like, lose my mind. <laughs> he waits, and then he goes, <gasps> You know about fireworks and map we find in Scribbleface's hut. Fireworks oh, were I fun. Fireworks. Map is more fun. It shows a route to a place near the coast where oh. Scribbleface found fireworks. And it says there are more fireworks there. <laughs> I want them for Lictoads. You all go get them tomorrow. Tonight, we have big bonfire to burn bad luck away from you. And we play many games. Much fun. Tomorrow you fetch me fireworks. If you meet men, you make them dead. If you meet dogs, you make them dead. If you make horses, you make them dead. If you meet lots legs eats goblin babies many, you maybe should run. And if you not find fireworks, you not come back or we feed you to Squilly Nord. I don't like fireworks. He motions for Slorb to show you out and Slorb walks you to the door and he, uh, he holds out the map that was found in Scribbleface's hut. So yeah, he just gives you the map for now and he and he has he orders you guys to you guys can see some of the goblins have started bringing in and piling up firewood for a big bonfire Ooh, burn. <laughs> I say what do I say <laughs> boom bye it's like what? goodbye except boom Bye-bye. I hate you so much <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you guys want to, while things are setting up for the party, give me some knowledge checks. You can just roll, if you have knowledge local, you can roll it. If not, you can roll, like, straight intelligence check for your goblins. I assume that's not very high in goblins. Goblins. I'm a minus in... <laughs> okay, let's see. No knowledge local. That was my local. local check. So if I'm an okay. eight, I'm a minus one, right? Yes. I got a 12. Okay. <laughs> Mogberg said that out loud. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know. <laughs> I know nothing. Neither 
Poog. Mogmarch, you know a little bit about the swamp itself. So Brighton Stump Marsh is an amazing place to live if you're a goblin. It's full of creatures that you can kill and eat, and they're very delicious. But you have to be careful because sometimes some things are poisonous. Classic. Humans tend to stay away because they're afraid of monsters, which is great. And as long as you know about the monsters before they know about you, it's great because you can run away before they can eat you. So among some of the things that are dangerous, you can tell your friends, and they know some of this too, but you know that wild dogs, very bad. Giant bugs, pretty bad. Giant snakes, scary. And giant frogs. You had a cousin that got swallowed whole by one once. Oh yeah, and you also know about this great big spider that you guys all like to call Lots Legs Eat Goblin Babies Many. Lots <laughs> well, that's leg. the thing we want to Goblin Babies Many? Yes, you mostly refer to it as Lots Legs. It's notorious. The giant spider lives somewhere in the marsh. It's somewhere between your village and the coastline. When it finds stray goblins wandering around, it tends to scoop them up and keep them for a snack. And then maybe the scariest thing that you know about in the woods... Slicer definitely has heard about this too and is you're all kind of scared of this but Slicer you're you're kind of are curious if you'd be up for a challenge if you ran into her there's this goblin that lives in the woods by herself and she's called Vorka she is one of the greatest terrors of the swamps she's an old goblin but she's a ravenous cannibal legend tells <laughs> legend tells that once the wife of a Lictoed chieftain she murdered and ate the chieftain as well as several of the goblin tribe before the tribe drove her out since that time, the story is that she lives somewhere along the coast. And while she's never returned, most goblins who go missing in that part of the swamp are assumed to have been eaten by the cannibal. Nice. Retta, you kind of have looked at the map a little bit. So you notice that it's pretty simple. Luckily, there's no writing on it. It's just drawn in pictures, so you don't have to rip it up and destroy it. But it looks like it leads to an old shipwreck of some kind on the coast. There's a little picture of, like, explosions which you assume means fireworks. And you can see that there's a maybe a creek that runs between the village and the shipwreck. So you're pretty sure if you follow that creek, you're probably going to be able to find the shipwreck. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. You also kind of think that you have to be careful because it looks like it goes over to where it's rumored that Vorka might live. Mm. You're going to have to be careful. As you guys go over all your, your information and you kind of prepare yourselves for your journey, the rest of the goblins have toiled and they've built this bonfire out of all sorts of sticks, branches, unburnt timbers. They've taken pretty much all the ruined pieces of Scribbleface's hut. So night begins nice. to fall as the tribe gathers by the bonfire. A group of four struggling goblins come into view carrying the teeter chair atop which sits Chief Gutwad. It's because he's so fat. <laughs> it's, it's pretty dicey for a short time. You're not sure if they're going to get him all the way out there but eventually they do get him to the fire pit. He holds up this long tube. He has this one small burning stick in his hand and he sticks sticks it in the back end of the tube he's holding. About six seconds later, this tube just starts firing off and he's trying to aim it for the fire pit. <laughs> it shoots off a handful of times and two or three of those, it goes into crowds of goblins who run screaming in different directions as fire ignites. It starts one of the tents closest to the fire pit on fire. Nice. So there's much... <laughs> there is much screaming of pain and also of joy as the fires begin to burn. And he does eventually get one decent shot that launches into the fire pit itself, which, boom, ignites all of the wood and timbers and everything that's inside. So there's a great cheer that goes up, and everybody begins celebrating. Yeah! Fire! <laughs> 
As you guys are all celebrating and dancing around the fire, a small goblin named Nook runs up and points at your group and it says, <laughs> I bet you're all too scared to ride Squealy Nord. I bet you fall off, but you can't even last 20 what is this seconds. Nook. Nope. What is this goblin say? <laughs> His name you is Nook. can't even last sick. Get over here. You guys all know that Squealy Nord is a pig that is kept behind the moot house. Most people refer to him as the fearsome boar and he lives in his own so little muddy pit. So this is literally pit. just bull riding but with a pig. In fact, yeah. So yeah. So Anybody little, have ride check? So Little Nook challenges you all to to uh, ride Squealy Nord and see if I you can stay challenge. on. He scampers off around the moot house. I'm gonna roll a stealth check. Okay. Am I stealthy? Is that your stealth? 23? Yeah. Alright, yeah, you're pretty stealthy. So st- Alright, now I'm gonna pickpocket this goblin. Aww. <laughs> while, he's, while he's talking to Ian's character, I'm gonna right. do this. I'm gonna try and take his money out of his pocket so that I can just use that. Nat 20. <laughs> you very deftly, as he turns to run to go get the pig ready, just pop his little pouch off his hip pocket. He doesn't even, he doesn't even, like, blink. Doesn't even notice that you do it. Like, never even saw you there. Ian, roll me a perception check. Perception check. Now I gotta look at my perception. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, it's not very good. 21. You also have no idea, as you run after this goblin, that your <laughs> tribe mate has pilfered his coin burst. <laughs> Alright. Coop will slowly follow the group over. He grudgingly accepts the challenge of riding the pig, even though he is a little nervous because he's not very good at riding. So who wants to ride Squilly Nord first? Me. Me, 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 me. Alright. Can we can can we control our characters or you should be able to control your characters. Yeah, fire! Ooh, I, have a, I have a plus seven. For that. I have a plus eight. I think plus seven is You're, big. Oh, I have a plus eleven to ride. Damn, okay. girl. All right, where's Chubby? You're so cool. He will do. The pig is gonna be down toward the bottom of the map. Oh. Mogmarch runs in, immediately runs over, and there's a couple goblins holding onto the chains of the pig, and one of them helps boost you up onto the back of it. And then nice. little Nook looks at you and he's like, "Ready? Uh, I'm ready. Wait, uh, I'm uh, go." They let the pig go, and one of them swats him on his butt, and everybody runs out of the way as he starts running in circles. Give me a ride check. Am I on him already? Yes. Okay, okay. Let me look at my ride. Oh, plus eight. See how good I roll. Ah, 15. This guy is whipping around, whipping around. You manage to hang on for six seconds, and everybody's, yeah, yeah, go march. Give me another ride check. Okay, 17. Oh, you still hang on. 12 seconds have gone by. Nook started to look a little bit upset, like a little surprised. Give me another ride check. Oh, no, 10. You're you're just you're just at 15 seconds. You're oh, oh, the back legs kick up and you go flying up and over the front as you lose grip on the chain. Give me a reflex saving throw. Oh man. Wait, wait, wait. It's more like I got 12. Okay. Last, this counts as a <coughs> let's see. Because of my bounty trait, I get a plus two bonus on all reflex saves to make to avoid unexpected falls. So Mod Merch looks like he's gonna face plant into a training dummy across the, from the pig, but you see him just sort of spin in the air and kind of bounce on his butt and slide past it in the mud. And he looks perfectly okay. He doesn't get hurt from it. But unfortunately, Nook laughs and says, "Ha! You didn't stay on long enough." <laughs> I want to see you get on there, Nook. I'm going to go last because I'm going to show all of you all up. Who's next? Me. I jump right on. All right. So Retta jumps up. They, they get a hold of Squealy Nord. They pull him back. Retta jumps on. Nook runs up and says, go, and slaps it on the rear end. Give me a ride, Chuck. Uh, go. Boom. Retta's holding on. Like, she just looks like she's 
just could do this all night. She's like back straight. Just every little turn the pig takes, she's already like hanging on. Like she knows which way it's going to go. Next ride check. Are those 26. all three? Yeah. 18 seconds go by and Reddit is still just like hanging on like nothing's business. She goes for an extra few seconds before Nook's like, get off the pig, you show off. <laughs> and she just sort of bounds off Squilly Nord as they grab him and pull him in. One of the goblins runs up and hands you just this small vial of like this glowing red elixir and says, nice, nice job. What is it? It's dragon's breath. <laughs> oh, 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 fire stuff. You, you drink it and you breathe fire. Nice. <laughs> yeah, good job. And then Nook's like, who's next? You. No, I'm going last. Wham, wham. So Poogle walk, walk over and he'll quietly climb up on the back of the uh, the pig. And he braces himself on the pig. Oh, he falls off right away. <laughs> and Nook runs up and just swats it on the rear end. And you see Poog's face kind of just go very, very light green. And he does not look excited as... <laughs> so the pig goes like four steps and you see you see Poog just lose his grip almost instantly and go shooting off the back end of the pig. Buffy is standing next to Rita and goes, oh, wow, this guy. And then, what's his reflex? And uh, he slams into the table with all the weapons on it and a bunch of stuff falls on his head. And he just sort of rolls under the table and doesn't say anything as he's lying there in the mud. He looks oh very God. disappointed. Nice. And he'll take two points of damage from the, oh uh, <laughs> from the oh landing. It looks like, <laughs> who's next? You. No, I'm going last. Fine, I'll go. Yeah, you go. I love these voices. <laughs> How'd you do? I rolled an eight. All right. Got an at one. Roll me a reflex save. Um, where is that? Oh. <laughs> You last for, like, no seconds. Like, the pig kicks. They don't even let go yet. The pig kicks, and you go flying off the pig. But you land standing up behind it. Just looking at ah, I meant to do that. Looks like... <laughs> you didn't even write. That was... Who's next? Oh, I'm gonna punch him in the face. Me. All right, come on. I jump on. They kick the pig and send it running around this this muddy pit. 25. You are... You are like, you look just like Retta looked. Like, you, you look like you could do this all day long. You're hanging in there. I will. Yeah, oh, you, you, you almost lose, well, you, you, you kind of go a little sideways, kind of like you're sliding over, but you pull yourself back up into the, into the center and you get your center of gravity again. Uh, <sighs> roll me a reflex save as he bucks you off to the side and you go rolling off, tumbling through the mud. Oh, and you, you actually tumble through the opening of the tent and you're going to take a point of damage as you slam yeah. into something in the tent. Any and you, value in here? No, it just looks like somebody's bed rolls and uh, some things like that. Oh. Nook looks around. Who's next? Yo. Everybody went? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me show you how this is done. So he runs you over. Made, you made me stop. You fell off. No, I didn't. You made me get off. No, no I can't. I literally can't. Off. I can't find my character voice again. No, no, you did great. <laughs> so Nook jumps on and he digs his heels into the pig and the pig squeals and starts bouncing around. He, he He's not doing too hot, but he hangs on for six seconds. He's like trying to keep a grip, trying to keep a grip. He realizes that maybe it was a bad idea to go after everybody because the pig's really muddy and slick and kind of slippery now but he manages to hang on 12 more seconds go by he's still having trouble he's sort of hanging sideways off the pig but 
but he's still Heckle. on the pig. I'm heckling you. You can't do it. But he manages to hold on for 18 seconds. And then he, as as the pig's going, he looks like he's going to let himself go off. And he looks over at Retta and he's like, hmm. I'm going to stay on longer. And he tries to stay on and beat her record. And he goes yeah. boop, flying through the air as he tries to hang on for a few <laughs> more seconds. And uh, he goes sort of tumbling to the base of the fire pit. <laughs> and manages to come to a stop. And he's like, ow. And one of the other goblins run over and hands him a vial. And he's like, oh, good. Hey, where's my money pouch? Hey, hey, I must have dropped it on the pig. Hey. And he goes, starts crawling through the mud looking for his little money pouch that he can't find that was on his hip. I said, you couldn't even stay on the pig or keep your money? Hey, I stayed on the pig longer than you did. Pooh crawls out from under the table and he's like, yeah, well, I bet you can't eat a bag full of slugs real quick. And he's staring across at Nook and he looks at the rest of you guys. In fact, I bet none of y'all can eat a bag of slugs as quick as I can. You're a loser. I bet I can. Let's go. I'll do it. Okay. Give me those slugs. I dump them into my mouth. <laughs> I just, I just upend them. All oh right. My. So, Chuffy, you grab a bag of slugs. Actually, they hand you a wicker basket with the slugs in it. I just dump them in my mouth. So as you dump them toward your mouth, you realize that they won't all fit at once because these are big bull slugs. I do it anyway. <laughs> I'm just dumping the, the thing over my head and catching as many in my mouth as I can. So here, so this is what you got to do. Give me a fortitude save. Oh, I'm good at that. Just kidding. Will this cause a sickness? You do know that these slugs have a little poison sack that most of the time when you eat them, you spit out. But you also realize if you try to spit out the sack that it'll take you longer to eat the slug. Okay. Well, it will sicken me because I get bonuses on sickened. Uh, it might. And I rolled a one. All right, so you dump the slugs toward your mouth. You get, like, two of them in your mouth. You try to swallow the first one, and uh, you are having trouble. Give me another fortitude save. You guys are watching as Chuffy's got two of these slugs in her in his mouth. One slug sort of crawling on his chin because his face is turned up in the air. His throat is working, but it doesn't seem like it's doing any good. And there's two slugs on the ground at his feet. Uh, and he seems to be struggling. Give me another fortitude save. <laughs> All right, so this you you finally managed to uh to like you kind of bite the one that's in your mouth in half and you and you kind of and you get it to to go down your throat. You spit the little slime bladder out. No, I'm trying to show off. Dum dum. So you swallow that slug. Make me another fortitude save. About 18 seconds have gone by. Another 15. So you manage to get the second slug that's in your mouth down. Now there's one crawling on your chin and two on the ground. I use my tongue and just kind of like. The All one from my chin into my mouth. All right, roll me another fortitude save. Solid. Nope. So you are still struggling to eat that slug. It's been about 30 seconds. Make me another fortitude save. Oh, 17. So now you've eaten the third slug. There are two slugs on the ground at your feet. I'm going to leave those there. Poog looks at you and goes, you got to eat all five. All right. I scoop them up and just shove them in my mouth, all of them. So you shove them in your mouth. Make me another fortitude save. 20. All right. Whoa. So you managed to get another one down. There's still one squirming around in your mouth. Boom. Now roll me a final fortitude save. 14. What is it if you're going against second? I just get to roll twice and take the better roll. All right, roll again. Solid, it's the 14. All right, because you ate the slugs, you did eat them in less than a minute, but you immediately start getting sick and you are sickened. I run over to the guy that tried to show off and I, if I puke, I want to puke on him. <laughs> so you basically <laughs> you basically pull a Ron Weasley on this guy and start vomiting yeah, slugs on him. <laughs> Poog looks around and is like, who? Else you want to try? Me. He hands you another. He hands you a second bag of slugs. So you said 
like most of the time people eat one and like spit out the thing. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna do it like that because I'm <laughs> smart. You're smart. Yeah, I got a 15 inch. So you have a minute to eat five slugs. Uh, I need to give you four saves. Yes. 24. So you bite off the first slug's little gross <laughs> poisonous sack, spit it out, and swallow them all. Next one. Yep. 11. This one's a l- he's str- you're struggling a little bit to get this guy down. He's fighting you. 22. But you managed to swallow him on the second try. 18. And you swallow slug number three with no problem. Spin out the oh, sack. Six. Oh no, that slug's fighting you again. He doesn't want to go down. 14. Oh, you're gagging on him. He's not going anywhere fast. Uh oh. 18. Oh, but you do manage to get him down. You only have a few seconds left to get the last slug down. 19. Oh, and you managed to get the slug down. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. All right, and make me a final fortitude save. Oh. You don't become sickened because you spit out the poison sacks. Nice. Anybody else want to try? Yeah. No? So Poog looks around and goes, yeah, I'm not going to eat him either. But hey, he walks over to Chuffy and he holds out a dog slicer. And he's like, you ate the slugs fastest even though you puked most of them up. Here, you get to carry Gorge of Gluttons for this adventure with us. Nice. What am I getting? It's called Gorge of Gluttons. No. It's a plus one dog slicer. Oh, nice. So it functions as a bane weapon when utilized against horses, which means it becomes a plus three and it inflicts 2d6 extra points of damage on a horse. What? That's dope. Okay. He's like, this is the Chiefs. Don't lose it. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, Pachu. Uh, what? what are we doing for the game again? Huh? Does, doesn't the Chief have a job for us or something? Yeah, you, we're going yeah. tomorrow. Oh, yeah, okay. Tonight the fire's burning. All right. Get the bad luck off of us. So you guys can either play a few more dares, or if you want, you can turn in for the night and get ready to go on your adventure. Oh. I, I think, think I'm doing all the dares. I was going to say, Jeanette's going to give us cool stuff, I think. <laughs> all right. Definitely dares. Another goblin named Merkel runs up and says, Hey, I bet you can't get through the rusty ear biter without getting your ears bit off. <laughs> what is the rusty ear biter? So, so you guys know that it's basically a hollow coil of rusty wires, barrels, hoops, bent swords, and thorny branches and vines that are kept behind the moot house. It's named because it's well, don't do that one. That'd be me. So I'm out. <laughs> so it's named this way because it's claimed a number of goblin ears in the past. Oh, I'm definitely doing this. So you're dared to crawl through it. It's basically about 20 feet long. something else. Let's see. That seems like a rogue thing. It's gonna be like an escape artist check. Okay, so that's me. I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't have escape artist. I do. I'll do it. You know what? What do I do? Just roll escape artist? Uh, so, yep. So you're gonna crawl inside. Or acrobatics. Uh, nope. It's gonna be escape artist. Okay. Wait, what? Can, what? Let me let me try this. Can I do a stealth thing and just like disappear into it, but then just walk around the whole thing and just pop out at the other end and pretend I walked through it? You could try that. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. I'll All right. That. So everybody right. make perception I'll checks. Dinner real quick. Be right back. I'll try doing that. <laughs> Here I go. Is your stealth really plus sixteen, Kayla? <laughs> oh wait, no wait. Yes, it is. It's plus sixteen. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> She got a net 20, though. Is she going to say anything? Wait, what exactly are you doing? It's like a maze, like a, like a death maze yeah, that I'm trying to run through, like a gauntlet. Okay, no, I understood that part. What are you doing that we need? So she's pretending she's to go through the front, around. but she's really gonna duck behind it and like crawl through the like without and just show up at the back. Yeah, be like, oh, I made it, I did it. Look at me. And I see her, but I'm gonna let her do it. Him, him, yeah. I'm gonna let Kayla do it. There we go. 
fair. All right, let me roll for Poog. What is Poog's perception? What you guys, what you guys don't realize, because I keep on cur- turning the sound off for sewing, is anytime you guys start to say stuff, I start going, <laughs> and I'm singing and shit. I keep on forgetting that the sound is off, that you're not hearing my great little... <laughs> <laughs> you're living in the moment of being a, a goblin. A goblin. So, yep, you manage to pretend that you're going through it every once in a while. You make a noise from behind it, like, oh, no, that really hurt. <laughs> and people are cheering. I cut myself with a blade just so it looks like I actually... Yep, and some of the goblins are cheering, and then a couple of them are like, where is he? I don't even see him. What's he... It, oh, I think he's right over there. Don't you see the... Cro- no, no, he's right over there. And, and uh, I pop out and go, ha, 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 And they're like, wow, that was like the fastest we've ever seen anyone go through there. So they're actually going to give you, Chuffy, they give you I... this, this funny-looking little cloak. It's the chief's personal, very useful robe that's useful. So basically, it's this really ugly cloak and it used to have a bunch of more patches on it but currently there's only four patches left one of them has a picture of a ladder one of them has a picture of a three-legged turtle one's a picture of a horseshoe and one's a picture of a bullhorn so you know that if you rip one of these patches off the cloak the item in the picture will materialize for a short amount of time cool so what's in it again a ladder okay a three-legged turtle i want that a horseshoe and a bullhorn yes okay Uh, so i'm gonna i'm gonna after doing all of this (laughs) i'm gonna go up to go up to rita i like so i have a very 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 low charisma and i like to think that i like try to hit on ladies all the time and i'm just bad at it So I, oh, I go over to Rita because I'm like super ugly too, even for a goblin. <laughs> and I say, "Hey, uh, Rita, I uh, wanna, I wanna give you something." And I hold out the dog slicer for her, the plus extra dog slicer because she's a fighter, and I think she would make better use of it. In a oh. <laughs> and, and I wiggle my eyebrows. I wiggle my eyebrows a little bit. <laughs> I have a plus three dog slicer. Is it better than that? Oh, nope. Let me see. Hang on. Hang on. So you have a... So what this dog slicer that she's giving you will do is your dog slicer will now be plus four to hit, and it'll be 1d4 plus two to damage. And Mm. if you... He is giving you... And he. And if you use it to fight a horse, it will be your... It'll be plus six to hit, 1d4 plus four to damage, and you get to roll two extra d6s to damage against horses with... Okay, so to horses, it's a plus six? Yes. And I'll remind you, like, if you guys do end up, like, fighting a horse at some point, I'll remind you. Like, hey, you have that awesome dog slicer that's against horses. I take the dog slicer and just go, here, take this, and dump the other one in her hands and just pay attention to the, his. <laughs> this is very confusing. Everyone else, and I, and I kind of look at it, I look at Rita sheepishly, and I'm like, do you, do you like it? Yes. I'm super not paying attention because I'm paying attention to the slicer and, like, swinging it around and stuff. But that's okay. I feel good about what I did. <laughs> Pook is standing there kind of kicking the ground, like, looking miserable about it, and starts praying to Zorongal and lights the table on fire that he's laying under. There's one last dare that you get guys get dared to. Um, so this is sort of a goblin's version of hide and seek. The dare taker. I'm in. I'm in. 
the, the dare taker has to rush off into the marsh without any weapons and attempts to find a good hiding spot. The other goblins try to find the dare taker, and if they do, the finder is allowed to whack the previously hidden goblin with a club. Once the goblins start looking, I'll have to do some rolling and you will. If, so if you find a goblin, you have to roll. If nobody finds the hidden goblin, the one that hid gets a prize. Come find me, dickheads! And I run into the forest. <laughs> Find me with a 31. Oh my god. All right. (laughs) He goes running off into the woods, and let's see. So I need to make a stealth check? Yes. Yeah, everybody make stealth check. Oh, I have a good stealth. Well, that was wasted. Oh, well, shit. I guess Ian's getting found. (laughs) Nicer. Got 30. You guys run off and hide, and then 10 members of the tribe go running into the woods to find you guys. Three of them find our birch, and they they all pummel him with their clubs. So you're gonna take... <laughs> you take four points of bludgeoning damage as the rest of you are hiding in the trees and you hear, So four points of damage. Four points of damage. Oh, that's so sad. The rest of you, they look and they look and they look and they can't find you. And finally, Pooh gills. All right, I'm bored. Come out now so I can give somebody a prize. I will, and I run out. <laughs> I already gave you prizes. I'm I want give... another. No, I'm you're good at everything. Yeah, you're, you're. I'm gonna give it to somebody else. You don't. I get... pull out a knife and I hold it to his throat, and I said, "You said you were gonna give me a prize." Isn't this is the boss. Poog. No, this is the priest. So Pooga says. Are you are you really gonna do that? Are you? Sure? You said you were gonna give me a prize. I pop up and run into the village. Uh, his little hand lights on fire, and he's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" As my prize. You got your prizes already. Get the knife away, or I'm gonna touch you. Don't make me burn you. I want to burn you. <laughs> I want to burn you really bad. Three. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. I'm just kind of standing there. I'm just like standing in front of him. Do you put the knife away? I put. I, I put my arm down, but I don't put it away. All right, don't put your knife in my throat. Next time, I'm gonna torch you. <laughs> you got two prizes already. I know. I can't help with upgrade and everything. Again, right. I'd run into the village. Prize, please. Okay. Wait, you got really. How'd you get the dog slicer? I gave it to her. I wink at her. Well, then, uh, where's where's slicer? Slicer, did you get a prize? No. Slicer didn't. Get... I'm gonna give it to slicer. Okay. Here, and he holds up a ring. Ooh. This sounds like some socialist bullshit. Shit. I know. <laughs> but I hid that the longest. He says, this is a ring that lets you climb real good. Here. He's like, but it's a chieftain's. It's from his treasury. So when you get back, you got to give it back. Or he'll probably or he'll probably cut your head off. Yeah. So you better not keep it. Okay. After much success in dares and much collection of treasures, the party winds down and you all find your sleeping spots for the night. Okay. I sleep. Good. Wait for I sleep. What did I what did I find in the bag that I stole? Oh, you found three copper pieces and a small gem worth like five silver. Okay. At dawn, you guys are each woken up by the chief's assistant, Lorb. And he says, Come with me, the chief 
would like to speak to you before you leave. And he leads you back to the chief's hut. And he says, Go get me fireworks. Bring them here to me. I give you Scribbleface's remaining stash of fireworks to help you on your journey. And he will give you, and somebody can write this down, he hands off two Desden candles, four paper candles, and a skyrocket. What do these do? The Desden candle, when lit, this foot-long wooden tube launches a flaming pyrotechnic every round for four rounds. Each projectile deals one point of non-lethal damage and one point of fire damage if it hits. On a critical hit, the target is blinded for one round. The projectiles shed light as a candle for one round and have a range increment of five feet. Attacking with the candle is a ranged touch attack and always has a minus four non-proficiency penalty. The paper candles are finger-sized explosives that detonate noisily one round after lighting. Anyone in the same square as a paper candle when it explodes has to make a fortitude save or be dazzled for 1d4 rounds. And the skyrocket, when lit, this foot-long wooden tube begins to shake and emit a handful of white sparks. One round later, it takes flight, moving in a straight line with a speed of 90 feet per round for 1d6 rounds before loudly... exploding in a burst of light and sound, dealing 2d6 points of fire damage in a 10-foot burst. Nice. If the sky rocket impacts a surface or creature before it hits its maximum range, it detonates prematurely. Anyone who takes damage from the explosion is either blinded or deafened. 50% chance for one round. So lots of booms! Nice. He says, bring back fireworks or don't come back. Yes, sir. You guys depart the village. Who's going to be in charge of the map? Does anybody have any, like, geography skills? No. Does anybody Uh, have survival? Um, yeah. Jeanette would, right? I mean, um, Jeanette. Casey would. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Map mine. Map yours. All right. So as you guys head out of the village, make me a survival check, Slicer. Okay. Can I roll to assist? Sure. If you get a 10, she gets a plus two. Nice. Yeah, uh, 16. Well, I get a 20 total. You look through your map and you quickly determine that it's probably going to take you, you think it might be an hour or two to get there from here. You're pretty confident that it shouldn't be too bad. A little bit stick in the mud, but nothing you can't handle. You should be able to mostly follow some of the roads that kind of go alongside the, the creek that you see on the map. And so you guys head out into the swamp. Oh yeah, by the way, guys, I forgot to tell you that I wear a dead rat on my head. Nice. She does. It turns out I have a bridal veil that I just wear. (gasps) You're one of the little minis that we use sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So is my guy. He's He's got the frog I was going to say, so head. is Poog. He's got the frog on his head. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't look at the picture. It looks like Mark March is holding a steaming pile of shit. He's actually holding a bomb. That's in the picture. <laughs> so you guys head out into the swamp and are oh. making your way along, heading along this path. You see a fork in the road up ahead. Oh, uh, do I go again? Sure. Give me another survival check. Oh. Eleven. You see, one path looks pretty open, but the other one has a tree that fell across it. But you figure that you gotta follow the the way the tree went and head that way to get to this stash of fireworks that you're trying to find. That way! So as you guys are making your way along, everybody give me perception checks. Perception. Boom. I got 20 above, a 27, and 15. Is that the perception check? Uh, yeah. So you guys are making your way along. So you guys kind of head up. You want to put, your, down. put yourselves in order, like, as you get up to this tree, as you decide whether or not you want to go over it, under it, or around it. Who's going to walk up here? I'm going to kind of be, like, towards... The, can I do sneaky? Can I sneak? Uh, sure. You can try to be stealthy. I All guess right, because... because of the map, I should be going first. Well, I'm a fighter, so I should be near the front. I'll take up the rear being a sneaky sneak. 
I feel like I yeah, stand in the middle. So I got a 23 each I had a 27, so... I got a 5. For sneaky or for perception? Oh, oh perception. You guys get up to this tree. Chuffy is disappeared. None of you know where Chuffy went to. Except, Retta, you, you kind of see him kind of tucked between a couple of these, like, mossy bushes. So as you guys get up to this log, and you're sort of deciding if you want to go over, under, or around it through the kind of the mushy, like, gross marsh on either side, Retta does notice that it looks like there's, like, some webs off to the right-hand side of the log. Oh, many like thingy web. As Retta points out that there is in fact a web off to the side, you all look just in time to see a very large giant spider descending. Already? Yes. Is it the spider? You are pretty sure it is the spider. As it descends, you see it heading right for your little group of goblin party. I'm going to have you guys roll initiatives. Thank you for joining us for Uncanny Adventures podcast. Come back next time to continue our adventures.